Hello everybody, it's me. And uh, listen, I got an idea. Uh, here's my idea. We as a generation of nerd, we're in a tunnel, can you hear that? Bah! Uh, as a generation that are super into certain fandoms and tech and video games and movies and uh, computers and handhelds and portable devices of all sorts and all that stuff that we are all into. Uh, we're only, I mean, we're no different than, um, you know, a big room full of dudes who are into like ham radio that at first glance, when I was younger, I'd see guys like that and go, well, that's lame. How lame is that? That's boring. What are those guys doing? I hope I'm not like that when I'm 54 and fat or whatever they were. And, you know, I remember having all kinds of judgments about that. And uh, it occurs to me that we're no different than that now, just with our version of it. You know? I mean, we're, we lord over, like, a tablet going, yeah, dude. I can get all my comics on there now. I read all my comics here. So I got a collection of like 300 comics. They're all just sitting on this little memory stick. And yeah, I don't have to open up another bag of comics or, you know, read another paper thing. How come? Because look at all this stuff I'm into, man. And you go to somebody's house and they go, yeah, I got three old joust machines and a working Pac-Man, dude. One of them's a cocktail. It's pretty awesome. What is the difference between that, which admittedly seems really cool to me, both those things I just mentioned, what's the difference between that and a dude who's got his ham radio and he's way into it and he made one of those uh, FM stereos that connects to the pipes in your house and picks up signals? Remember those? Those were a big deal for a while. Or, you know, guy hacking his toaster to have a setting that the factory didn't intend uh, maybe this is obvious to everybody else but it just hit me in the face today while I'm out in the the cold getting some getting a little work out here that you know we, we, everyone's the same <laughs> like it's it's always been the same you know my grandpa was into collecting old army jeep parts is this still recording? Yeah. Uh, old army Jeep parts like engines and uh, whatever else you'd keep. Steering wheels and transmissions and all that. And even weird, you know, like just a rear view mirror or um, the little handle grip for a stick shift or whatever from all these like old Korean War and uh, World War II Korean War and some Vietnam models of American military uh, vehicle stuff and he keep it in a barn he had a barn and in some cases just huge lumps of ancient jeep parts just sitting there and just rusting and growing weeds and having the worst hornet nests you've ever seen and all that stuff and I remember as a kid going what are you what is he doing what is this for and it's no different than me collecting all these pop toy replicas that look like 
comic book characters, movie characters, and TV things that I like. Ooh, get the rare Groot one with them in the pot like a bobblehead. Ooh, the rare Groot one. Well, well, that's no different than, ooh, a German crankshaft. They didn't make these very much, and they don't make them like that today. Good thing I got four of those in the barn. And in some cases, you know, he spent less for those parts than I did. Or that I am for a pop toy, which are what cost me, with tax, maybe 12 bucks a pop every time I see one. I don't know, man. And like, <laughs> like, you know, seeing a guy collecting records or, or uh, I had a friend who had an ancient collection of uh, eight-track tapes, still does. Uh, he's older, and uh, I just always thought it seemed a little crazy. But what's the difference between that and me getting the, you know, the Blizzard collector's editions of World of Warcraft and Starcraft and Diablo and whatever? What's the difference? There is no difference. It's just what's in the box. That's it. I... I used to give my dad a little bit of heat for keeping everything. And he had, like, old 8mm cameras that nobody's used in 30 years. And that was 20 years ago, so, you know, 50, 60 years now. And I'm just, I just think, you know, you're never going to use them. You're never going to sell them. You're never going to do anything with them. You just have them because you're kind of a photography buff. And you can't bear to let that stuff go but now I look at my studio and go I'm never letting anybody take my Han Solo frozen and carbonite uh, rug that I got I'm never letting anybody take that you know replica whatever thing that phaser that I have in the corner of the room that my buddy Daryl made you know of course I'm not because all the meaning is now at, at, you know, at my feet instead of at the feet of my dad. And when he died, we all thought, oh, this stuff. He could have sold it or we could have was something. Now, I'm just sad I don't have any of it or most of it. I don't, you know, I didn't get to keep much. He, um, he owned and ran arcades and also imported and built uh, arcade machines. This was his business, which is why, you know, Quite honestly, the video game bug got burrowed into me hard when I was young and never left. Um, but uh, he had a warehouse, I guess a storage unit full of about 300 cabinets, CRTs, main boards, joysticks uh, with buttons and all that, all that stuff. Uh, coin, the little coin flipper operator crap that you need, all that stuff. Um, and he had a ton of it. I'm going to go this way. Yeah. And uh, it got left in the storage unit when he died. None of us knew about it. You're probably getting a lot of wind on that. Shoot. I should go the other way. Crap. I'll go this way. Sorry. If this mic's picking up wind, I apologize. It's not too bad, but I can't tell if you're hearing it. Anyway, I could, you know what I could have done? Just the main community alone. I could have sold every one of those things for a grand a pop. Do you know how hard it is to get working CRTs anymore? They don't make them. They don't make them anymore. 
I mean, maybe somebody now has, but I don't think so. Super rare. So uh, people who are trying to maintain the integrity of their old, you know, I don't know, joust machine or something. I keep bringing up joust because I love it. <laughs> but uh, they, they could sure use those, those, uh, those CRTs now, right? And I had, unbeknownst to me, 300 of them in a thing that I technically, as my dad's, you know, local heir to whatever he had, I could have taken out and I could have done amazing things. I could have made arcades. I could have, at least, at the very least, I could have kept one of these for myself. I could have it right now. I could have it in there with some hard drive loaded with like, you know, 5,000 MAME ROMs. And oh my gosh, I mean, just think about it. But no. You had this wicked patented design. Anyway, my point is, we all thought, well, when I found out about that, it was too late. They'd already repossessed it and auctioned it. And I was just, I was mortified. Uh, and the rumor flown around was he took all that stuff and he destroyed the monitors, the guy that bought it. Which, I don't know why you'd do that. Had them carted off and like, not humanely destroyed, but because uh, they contain a bunch of stuff you don't want to have out in the wild. What's that called? The phosphorus, whatever. Anyway. So that stuff was destroyed. And the cabinets were looted and used for I don't know what. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I would have killed. But there was a time where I was mad at him from ha for having all that. Like in, uh, you know, late high school, we got this house full of cabinets that weren't finished. It didn't have everything running. Basement full of them because we had to storm somewhere. Garage was full. We couldn't park the cars in there. I'm like, Dad, you're such a pack rat. How can you be so into this stuff? And this is, I mean, keep in mind, this is after the video game crash of like 85 where everything took a giant dump and uh, his business got especially hit hard because he had just invested times a lot of money, but hundreds, probably $500,000 in uh, a bunch of stuff from Japan and new cabinets and CRTs and stuff. And so, uh, we were just annoyed with it. To us, it was like a symbol of how the business, business had failed and not a sign of what potential there may be in those things. So anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you that story. It just feels related because here I now am as I, I guess people say you're still in your prime at my age, whatever that means. Oh, there's kids up here, and I don't want to talk to them while I'm walking. First sign of old age, you know. How annoyed are you with kids? <laughs> Just random kids, you know, people I don't know. It's like, I assume they're all skaters. And they're loitering at the gas station. But anyway, uh, looks like I can avoid him here. Yeah, but now I'm in his boat where I gotta, I, you know, gotta make a decision on this stuff. How much crap do I wanna have? Why does it mean something to me? You know, the other day I was looking at that Twinkie <laughs> that, I, uh, that I had in, I think it was 2000 or 99. It was a full Twinkie. They got left on a shelf. And about every six months or so, I would bring that thing out, 
and talk about it on a podcast, which I've been doing for 10 years, by the way, more than. And uh, I still have it. It's petrified. It hasn't changed shape or color, only in hardness and lack of uh, (laughs) potential eating potential. There's no way anyone could eat that thing now. Um, But yeah, like... There's nobody over here. Let's go over here. Uh, I'm never going to get rid of that Twinkie. (laughs) Because it's hard as a rock and totally cool. It's petrified. Proof that you should never eat those, number one. Number two, that I still have it is just kind of a miracle. And three, it it never got, you know... I mean, it's like... It's some kind of weird, dark proof that man... Man was here, you know? Here is a thing made permanent culled from the natural resources of our planet and turned into this thing that will never go away. I have all this like dumb nostalgia for this Twinkie and it's only a decade old thing. This is just one thing among all my dumb things. I'm never going to get rid of that. And you wouldn't either. Would you? Sit for a minute. I was jogging. Now I'm walking. Now I'm sitting. Anyway, what would you do? Because I know you can't take this crap with you, and I don't think Nick wants my Twinkie. <laughs> but on the other hand, there are things he's really into now, too, that he will always be into. Like his Microsoft, or his, um, Microsoft, his uh, Minecraft, same thing now, I guess. His Minecraft swords and shield that are all like in the big pixelated foam version of the sword and all that. He's way into that. They're hanging on his wall. My lips are numb. I sound funny. Anyway, he doesn't want to get rid of those. He'll keep those forever, probably. Sorry. (laughs) Gotta get away from the children's. Um, ow. I hurt my ankle. Come on, Scott. Get it together. So, uh, that's all. That's all I wanted to talk about. Just a funny thing. The ham radio thing kicked into mind, because... You know, I used to think those guys were funny, like sitting around going, yeah, I'm on my ham radio, and I'm talking, I'm thinking, that hobby, what is, what is that? Go out and meet a girl. Why don't you, you know, have some fun? I think I was wrong about that. That was bad judgment. I think those guys were fine. In fact, they found a thing they were passionate about. They had a community that were equally passionate about it together. They remained passionate about it. It was a huge thing for them. Who am I? to say anything to the contrary to somebody who's found their thing, man. So you could argue my entire life right now is all about finding, having found my thing. Yo, yo, what up? Love guys with big uh, subwoofers that have their all their windows down in the middle of winter. Impressing me with their lowrider. Uh... But again, see, there I go again. That guy's got passion for that little writer. What if that is his, you know, great passion, his great destination in life is to have a tweaked-out Corolla that only rides three-quarters of an inch down off the ground or up off the ground and uh, is worth less than the stereo that's installed in it. Who am I? Who am I to say anything about that? (laughs) <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, 
thanks for hanging out and I'm glad we could have this time together it's my hope and dream we can do this again real soon so go be passionate about your thing if you're aware of a warehouse full of cabinets and a CRTs do not let them go get a hold of them and uh, get them in the proper place because they deserve to be played and used and not lost to time <sighs> I'm starving alright I'll talk to you guys later bye